Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Point Noted Podcast. I am your host, Johnny B. All right, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Right, yeah, too kind, too kind. Yes, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. This is Johnny B, and I'm your host. This is the Point Noted Podcast. Uh, so what's going on, y'all? What's in your mind? What's the point, right? Uh, so I put a tweet out there uh, and I got a lot of text messages back. Uh, I got some emails back. Uh, I got some tweet back and I appreciate everybody that responded to me. Uh, you know, uh, so the question was, you know, what do you want to talk about? What do you guys want me to point out? Uh, what can we have a discussion over on this podcast for today? Uh, and I got a lot of crazy questions back. Uh, man, y'all are just crazy, man. If you think I'm going to come up here and talk about some of this craziness, uh, but you know, a couple of the questions did get my attention, and I think we can speak on it. Uh, we can talk about it. We can talk that talk. Uh, uh, somebody asked, uh, should prostitution be legal? Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, should prisoners or ex-con be given right to vote? Well, we can start with that. Like, why the fuck not? I mean, are they still U.S. citizens? I mean, are they coming out of prison and they're getting deported? Or are they coming out of prison and they're still a U.S. citizen, right? So this, this is what bothers me about the whole prison system. Like, they're not getting reformed. They're not getting rehabilitated. Uh, you know, all these guys or these men and women go to prison. Uh, it doesn't matter what the offense is, right? So they go in there, they come out. Uh, if, you know, if you come out, if, you, if you're going there for a felony, right? You come out, you can't get a job. So what's the point of coming out back in society, right? You come back in society, you can't get a job. Everywhere you apply for a job, they ask about your background, right? And when you see, uh, oh, yeah, you know, you, you're an ex-con. Nobody wants to be part of that. They're not looking at what you did prior to that, right? So uh, let's just say I got into a situation and I had to defend my family or defend a friend of mine, you know, bust somebody upside the head, and now I got a case. Uh, and, and prior to that, I've been a model citizen, right? Perfect. Straight A's. Got a job. No, no problem. Nothing. No, no issues with law enforcement. But this one moment, this one time, Maybe I'm at the club. Maybe I'm out somewhere and I'm defending my, uh, myself and my friends and I happen to bust somebody up. They end up in the hospital. They get in 25 stitches, uh, broken legs, broken arm, whatever the case may be, right? Now they got a good lawyer. They got money. I'm being charged for assault and battery and all kinds of craziness. Uh, and I lose the case. You know, you're down there. You know, they send you into the, to, to the state. You're serving six months, whatever the case may be, right? You come out, you're a felon. Just for that fight, right? And you telling me I come out, I can't get a job, right? I'm an ex-con, can't get a job. Everywhere I apply to, I have to tell them what I've been through. And then they deny me uh, opportunity to work and be better. So what are my options? Of course, I'm going to start committing crime again. I'm going to go find something else to do. And eventually, folks that have to go through that handle back in prison. So the whole rehabilitation process doesn't work. I think when you go in and you come out, you should be given an opportunity right away. Get them a job place them somewhere if they're still in good behavior after three six months you gotta you gotta wipe that record reduce it or misdemeanor and after that all right drop the charge in the record from felony to a misdemeanor and then you know put them on probation again for record wise right just to see if they don't do nothing crazy for another six months or a year you know then completely drop the charge right drop that charge so they can actually get a job you know and you know, get reintegrated back into society. They can get a job, go to school, and you know, because you can get out of prison, go to school, 
still can get a job even if you go to school and get a degree or you go to school and get a master's it just doesn't make any sense to me like this is why we have this cycle that keep going on for guys that go to prison they come back and they go right back in they're going right back in because there's nothing out here for them they don't fit right they feel like they don't belong in society once they come out and that has to change that has to change i feel like in this society in this country we're too quick to throw folks in prison especially when you don't have that money you can't afford to get a high-priced lawyer that can work in in his fancy shiny suit uh, with his nice shoes on and talk to the judge the right way you know that money talk where when you're talking to the judge he understands that you got money you know he understands that you represented somebody with money in that case from there right on just went from being hard to being soft uh, next thing you know they're making deals and they're you know doing a handshake boom case over it's done it's a wrap or you get just a slap on the wrist you get a probation if you don't have that money you know money talks right if you don't have the money guess what public lawyer or cheap lawyer doesn't want to put the time in you can't fight the case lack of experience now you're going to prison where you could have just had probation of course the skin color matters as well uh, we all know that minorities get more time for the same crime as uh as caucasians it's just a fact but what are you going to do this is how the system is built this is how the system currently works we just have to hope that we can um keep making changes out there so yeah so to go back to your question yes i do think prisoners and ex-con should be given right to vote uh they're not animals they're not illegal immigrants uh they are u.s citizens and that right doesn't get taken away from you as long as you're still in this country and you're not committing treason all right that's my take on that let them boys come out let's put them back in a good place man they can still contribute to society so let's not shun them out that's my take on that thank you thank you Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right. All right. Wow. Really. Really. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. This is Point Noted Podcast, and I'm your host, Johnny B. Uh, somebody wants to know, should prostitution be legal? Well, yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? In the words of my uh, uh, of my buddy, why the fuck not? You want to sell your ass? Go ahead. But obviously they have to regulate it, right? They have to regulate it. Uh, we can just have folks out there posting on the corner, all over the neighborhood, everywhere you turn. There's a hook on the streets. We can't have that. I think that's the reason why this is really not legalized, right? It's not about people having sex and it's not about people selling their body for work it's about controlling it can we control it and if we're controlling it where are we controlling that do we have to create a section right should we create a section for that should we call it a red light district should we have a section eight a section 69 you know so where when when you want to pay for sex this is where you go hey, let's let's not kid ourselves right prostitution is legal right now not legal but legal if you know what i mean if you know where to look everybody's paying for it Right. I'm so amazed by how many uh, social media accounts out there have the cash app on it. Uh, and, you know, everybody's selling their body. Uh, Snapchat's got premium now. In the premium, you can see hookups on there. Everybody's got their price on Snapchat. And I'll meet up with you for a hookup. What is that? That's prostitution. That's selling the body. You're selling your ass and crack. That's all it is. So, just the government right now is not making no taxes off of it. They're not getting paid off of it because they want to. They want to stick to their guns and say, no, 
You know, that's not moral, that's not ethical, that's not right. We're not gonna let you start selling your bodies on the street. Fine. So they're not selling them on the streets. But guess what? They're selling them online. Craigslist got what, back pages? Snapchat's got premium, and on every single premium, there's an option to pay for hookup. Right, if you go on Twitter, there are girls on Twitter that are doing that. They're doing premium DMs only. Hit me up on your DM. You're no longer shooting your shots, right? You're shooting your, you're shooting your premium access uh, for a meetup, for a hookup, so we can get it on wherever you want it, right? So yeah, prostitution should be legal. Let the folks make money. It's, it's a business move, and I'm all about the movement, right? I'm all about movement to moves. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know, if the movement makes you better, and you're not hurting nobody, you're not a danger to your civil society, I'm all for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all for that. I think you should do your thing. You know, sell whatever part of your body that's glorious to you that men or women wants part of. Make money off of that. You know, sell that thing. Work that thing. I have no problem with that. So, yeah, let prostitution be legal. Let's just legalize it. Let's find a way to make it not dangerous for the rest of society. Uh, Vegas got it going on. Uh, Amsterdam, globally known for, uh, for prostitution and you know, free smoking and legalized smoking and all of that good stuff, right? Uh, so there's no reason why most states can't do it in the United States. Obviously, politics runs everything. And a lot of these folks are just pretentious about things. Uh, they're out there paying for sex, but then when they, get to, when they get to the office and you put them in as elected officials, they decide, oh, I'm going to vote against it. And as soon as the voting season is over, guess what? They're back paying for sex, right? Right? So we got to do better. Let the folks work, let them make money, let them sell their body, they're not hurting nobody. I'm all for it, I vote for it. Prostitution should absolutely be legal. All right, all right, thank you, thank you. Uh, so one more. So at what age uh, should kids have private social media accounts? At what age should kids have private social media account? Uh, I say 18. When you start paying your own bills, when you're no longer in the house, when you got your own place, do whatever you want. If you live under my roof, that door stays open. That Facebook account, Twitter account, every single thing, the password, I gotta know the password, y'all. We're not having that, I gotta know the password. Your phone's getting copied. Every call you make, I'm going to know exactly who you call, how long you talk. Every single uh, website you visit, I need to know. I'm not saying I'm checking it, but I can actually have history of it if I feel like something's going on. Listen, y'all, I think we're giving kids way too many freedom up front. They're going up way too fast. Uh, you know, kids have, they have phones and it's not for, you know, like, it's okay to give your kids phone, right? If you to be able to call them and they can talk to their grandparents or they can play on if you don't want to give them a tablet, that's fine. But kids should not have social media account early, all right? And when they do, it should be monitored. So when your kids are 18, they can have the freedom they want as soon as they leave the house. But if you're 21 and you live in my house, you better understand I'm still checking all of that. I still need the password. We're still coming home at the right time, right? We're not staying out at 2 a.m. without my permission. If you don't like it, get your own place. And I can just talk to you at 9 p.m. and tell you good night and tell you to be safe and not worry about what you're doing out there if you're coming home. If you live in my house, there are rules. And those rules apply for as long as you stay in my house, right? So should kids have uh, their own social media account? When they get to high school, they can't. Absolutely. Kids turn 16, give them an account. 
right? They can start exploring more out there. Start looking at things online. Start, you know, making some friends on there. But you keep an eye on that because we got to keep it safe. Too many creeps out there, y'all. Way too many creeps out there. You got to protect the young ones because they think they know, but they really don't. I was once young, right? And a lot of things I think I knew, I didn't. I sure didn't. And I wish I'd listen. And I pretty, I'm pretty sure every adult wish they'd listen when they were younger, all right? I remember telling my sister, uh, hey, don't do it that way. Don't do it that way. Stay calm. Be patient. What did she say? Nah, I want to be an adult. I want to have my own place. Well, baby girl, I was that, right? It wasn't so easy, was it? Yeah, I know. All right? So we got to slow down. We got to keep an eye on these kids. They can't always do it by themselves. Uh, we we, we got to be that leader. We got to be that parent. I'll let them have the social media account. Or clone that account. Keep your eye on it. There's a lot of creeps out there trying to talk to kids, pretending to be 14, and tell them to uh, tell them to put his password on the account, or close the door and turn the lights off, and this and that. You gotta watch that, guys. You gotta really keep an eye on that. All right. So let the kids have their account. Just make sure it's being monitored. Just keep it safe. Keep it clean. Uh, and let's do it the right way. All right. That's my thought on that. I'm more to come. I appreciate you tuning in. Let's get it cracking, y'all. I'm out.